Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, good night. Whatever time frame you will be listening to this podcast, it's your boy, Brother D, with another Generational Changes official podcast. You all know the theme here, where we do things inspirational and spiritual. Amen. Um, So, just that you all know that this weekend, of course, I will not be doing a start to the series that we're going to be starting in on um, true worship, true praise. I will actually start next week, probably on that Wednesday. Um, hey man, because I'm about to have some, you know, special guest speakers coming on and we're going to discuss this topic. But we're going to get into more of that next week. But today I have decided to encourage you all. Amen. So um, I have a word and I'm going to give you this word. Glory to God. Um, so I'm going to tell you. The interesting thing about how I got this word, but as you all know, um, I got to mention this, that we have a scripture now. As you all know, 1 Peter's 2 and 9. That's our scripture. That's our foundation. Whom God has called us to be a chosen generation, royal priesthood, God's own possession. He's called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. Just paraphrasing it. Um, Amen. So let's tell, let me tell you guys about how I got this word today. Um, so basically, um, I had a onboarding interview today at the new job that I started, which I officially am a new employee at this new job. So excited but nervous at the same time. And I actually start, start working tomorrow. And I was doing the training on the computer today and I was watching this video that they presented to me it looked like it was a video on um immigration but I'm but I'm pretty sure it was a video on discrimination and I was just watching as different walks of life appear before me on this computer you know one was a person that was deaf one was a person that was a muslim one was a person that was a black person or a white person you know just different walks of life and as i'm watching this thing i hear in my spirit and i believe this was holy spirit most definitely and actually not i believe i know this was the holy spirit i heard three words in my spirit judge to be judged and i know that sounds like a cliche But that's what I heard in my spirit, judge to be judged. And I believe that that was the word from the Lord that he wanted me to uh, minister on today. So today we're going to be talking about a topic, a sermonic topic called judge to be judged. And I know a lot of you are like, okay, what do you mean? Well, we're going to get to that. And we're going to be getting fed spiritually in the word of God from the scripture Matthews 7 verses 1 through 3. Matthew 7 verses 1 through 3. And this is going to come out of the New Living Translation. And it basically says, Do not judge others, and you will not be judged. For you will be treated as you treat others. That standard you use in judging is the standard by which you will be judged. And why worry about a spreck in your friend's eye, excuse me, when you have a log in your own? Whoa. Even that right there is powerful. 
So let's get into this. And before I even go further, let's pray real quickly. Glory, hallelujah. Lord, we just thank you. Lord God, we just give you the glory. We just give you the praise. And Father God, now I just pray that you will have me behind your cross, that you will be edified, that you will be glorified, and the very gates of hell will be horrified. Lord God, speak to me what you want us to understand. Lord God, give us a new and fresh revelation today, Lord God, because we know this word. You know, we talk about it on Sundays, but Lord God, give us fresh revelation as to what you are saying, a new meaning. Have your way. Let it not be me that your sheep here, but let it be you, Lord God. Let it be Jesus. Let it be the Holy Spirit, the Holy Trinity, that they hear and not me. And it's in your name, Jesus, I pray. Amen and amen. Glory to God. So, before I get into reality, let's go into the Bible real quick. Let's pull out a first a few witnesses. Amen. Let's pull out Adam and Eve, Moses. Let's pull out um, um, Joshua, Jacob, David, the Hebrew brothers. Let's pull out John the Baptist. These mighty men and women of God, Mary Magdalene. All of these mighty men and women of God who walked with God, talked with God. God manifesting himself to them. Even Elijah, Lot, Noah, these people. And even though they were a probably different race, walked different walks, talked different talks. Some of them may have had a stuttering problem. We don't know. But of course, if you read the Bible and study their story and their life, you would know. But they come from different walks of life. You know? And not all of them do the same thing that the other does. Now, back to reality. We as humans here on this earth... Are different, and I'm talking about the believers and unbelievers, but mainly the believers. We was never called to mimic each other, but we was called to go out and preach the gospel and create disciples and do everything that God has called us to do, including the ministries that He has given us. Now, when you say different walks of life, we have people that, you know, are Muslims. Every time they get on the plane, people are watching very carefully because in people's minds, they believe Muslims to be terrorists. When Muslims, not all Muslims are terrorists. They're actually kind, genuine, loving people. Then you have the atheists. Then you have the Satanists. You have different walks of life, different religions. You have the black person who was judged because they may be too dark-skinned. You have the white person. You know, you have different walks of life. Different walks of life. And they're being judged. The Bible tells us 
that we are not to judge. For we shall be judged if we do. Daily people deal with criticism. Daily people deal with people of different colors, of different walks of life. They're being judged by someone. They're being bullied by someone. And then a lot of us, we're so focused on what's going on in other people's closet and in other people's homes where we're not paying attention to what's going on in our home and our life. Are we walking with God? Are we talking with God? Are we having daily communication? Like my pastors always say, everybody wants to be a prophet. Everybody wants to be a prophetess. But are our lifestyle showing that we love people? Are we bearing the fruits of the Spirit according to Galatians 5, 22 and 23? Are we living according to the word? Or are we gossiping about people? Which gossiping is a sin. If you don't know that, now you do. But you should already know that. Are we showing the love of God? I remember one day when I was on the city bus. And I was going to the um, Decker Goodwill location. Ended up at the wrong location. But ended up going to the right location. And as I was on my way back downtown, because I just realized that I was at the wrong location for the interview, so I was going to the right location, even though I feel like it took me forever to get there, but I finally got there. I remember seeing this short girl. She was an adult, but I saw this short girl. You know... She didn't look well-dressed, per se, as some of us do. She looked like what many would say an outcast. I wouldn't say that, but a lot of people, people that are hateful would. And I saw her as we was going up the street. And then as we was coming back down. She was getting on the bus, paid her fare, sat down, and it was like all of a sudden, people just began to just not want to be around or staring at her, looking at her like she was some type of zombie or alien. And they moved from one seat to the other. And as I'm sitting there, I'm pretty disgusted with their attitudes and I'm just shaking my head like Lord why is a human being like this who may not look like me may not dress like me being treated any kind of way just because of how her face look or what she's wearing The Bible says that in the last days, men will be lovers of themselves. And I pray that I say that right. And as you guys see on a daily basis, whether you're at your jobs, in your families, in churches, 
you know, in the schools, whatever it may be. You see this being done to where if you don't look like me, if you don't walk like me, if your hair's not long like me, if you're not pretty like me, you're a nobody. A lot of people would call that harassment, discrimination, and bullying, which those things are true. If you don't hang out with me, if you don't smoke, if you don't drink, if you don't like to go clubbing, you're a nobody. If you ain't got enough money, you're a nobody. If you don't have this many sex partners, you are a nobody. If you don't perform in the same lifestyle that I want, you are nobody. And this and 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 one thing that I want to say, and this is one thing that I want to say. You know, you have the LGBT community saying that love is love, this is that, and this is that. When daily they show hate to their own people. That's a part of their community. When you look on social media, you see fights in Atlanta daily at, um, at, at, at gay clubs. But they're supposed to be a, a, a community of love. But they judge one another. A man treating a woman with disrespect. You'll never be nothing. You were this, you are that. Calling her out her name. A child... Disrespecting his mother, judging his mother because of her past record. Same thing with a with a with a daughter or a son. Basically, what I mean by a child. Word curses being thrown in the atmosphere and beginning to manifest. Yo, daddy was nothing, so you gonna be nothing. We say that there is world peace. We say that there is world freedom and liberty. And we have this thing where we say the home of the brave and the home of the free. This nation is not free. This nation has been in bondage for centuries and centuries. Knowing that the only help cometh from the Lord Jesus. But they don't want to accept that help. Because they'd rather be bound than be set free from what they are dealing with. You have a lot of kids that are dealing with depression, dealing with anxiety. You have Jezebel going crazy. You have Leviathan going crazy. You have murder, violence, all of this craziness going on. But yet we sit here and say that this is the land of the home and of the free. And we say we love each other. This world does not know what the true meaning of love is until they have accepted The Father's love. The Father's love is the true love. The agape love. The love that lasts from generation to generation. We sit here and quote every Sunday or maybe every other Sunday. In a church or at a religious um, 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 event that concerns Jesus. Judge not. Yes, they be judged, but daily we are judging each other. We're judging pastors. We're judging daughters of the house. We're judging sons of the house. 
We're judging each other. And one thing that I must say that a lot of people are probably not going to agree with, but it's the truth. The church is not committed. Our walk with God has not been committed. There's some people who's committed with their walk, but then there's mainly a lot of people who are not committed with their walk. And they have not realized that or come to the understanding of that. And they're fine. They think that they're better than everybody else. They're always judging people. They are not mindful of the words that come out of their mouth. They're careless to the words that come out of their mouth. And as you see daily, whether you're watching it on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, any social media platform, you see this daily. How we judge one another, but we're not. And we're not worried about what's in our closet. None of us have the right to judge one another. None of us have the right to condemn one another. The Bible says that there is no condemnation in those that are in Christ Jesus. So why do we condemn one another? Why do we get on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube daily? Talking about how this person is living their life. That person is living their life. Like we are perfect. One thing that we as people have to understand is, yes, we are children of the most high God, but we are still human. Apparently, people want us to be perfect. They think that when you're a Christian, a child of God, that you're supposed to be perfect. When in reality, you're not perfect. You're going to sin. You're going to mess up. You're going to fall. You fall short of the glory of God daily. That's why God gave us repentance. That's why God gave us his son as a sacrifice. His blood covers our sin. His blood covers our iniquities. His blood covers our transgressions, our shortcomings. So why do we judge one another? Why do we talk bad about one another? Not knowing, not knowing now that the angels that God have given us writes down every single thing that we say. And if we don't repent for it, we get judged. People have to understand that when we stand before the Lord on judgment, and we're going to get judged for everything that we have either said, done, looked at, watched, heard. We're going to get judged for everything. And people go around acting like there is nothing to it. We're supposed to love one another, embrace one another. Not judge one another. Not throw hate on somebody. Not be jealous of someone. Not have envy towards someone. Whether that's where does that get us? Nowhere. Nowhere. God is not a God of disorder, nor is He a God of dysfunctionality. We even have family members judging one another. Like the other person is any better. When are we going to make a stand? And when we are, when are we going to come together and say, I love you. Yes, you mess up. 
but I love you. I can't judge you because I mess up myself. I'm not perfect. I sin just like you sin. But if we come together as a community, as a people, and show the love, not of the world, but of God, we could come together and we can show the enemy what's up. Let him know that you have ran rapid across this planet. But, that, but we have come to tear your kingdom down. The little very things that we do inappropriately, the devil feeds off of it and he loves it. When are we as people of God going to take our rightful stand and actually start living according to his word? Not judging one another, not condemning one another. When Jesus comes back, but when Jesus comes back, it's going to be too late. There ain't no more repenting. No more. Because I'm pretty sure that that door of opportunity will bend and bend closed by now. We have to stand out and be who God has called us to be. We can't judge others. Because they may not act like we do. One thing we have to realize and understand is that they may not dress like us, may not walk like us or talk like us, but they may be the only Jesus that they see. We may be. That's why we don't kick people. We don't be so quick to kick people out of the church. But we love them where they're at. A lot of people are so focused on their titles that they put that before serving. When really you're supposed to be serving just because you have a title, minister, prophetess, pastor, evangelist, apostle, doesn't mean anything. You're still a servant. You're still called to serve. Never think that you're better than anybody else. Never never look down on a person just because they don't wear your collars and stuff like that. Treat people the same way you want them to be treated. That's all the scripture is saying right here. Don't treat anybody wrong just because, oh, I'm, I, I feel like it. I had to learn that growing up. And this is me telling, me, telling you my personal testimony right now, right here. I had to learn that because way back then, now that I can look back at the past, but not dwell on it, but look on it, I used to be a self-righteous person. Very self-righteous. I thought I was better than everybody else. I was so quick to put people in hell, knowing that I had neither a hell or heaven to put anybody in because I'm not God. I can't be God. It's impossible to be God. Can't be him. He's without sin. I'm a sinner. But I was a self-righteous person. I thought I was better than everybody else. 
Just because I go to church every Sunday, just because I go to Bible study every Sunday, I was a show and tell type of person. I wanted to be seen so bad. I want to be the center of attention so bad. God had to bring me out of that. He had to. And I was wondering why my cousins, my family members, I was wondering why a lot of people never liked me. First of all, I would always blame it on them when God had to help me realize that it's not just them, it's you because the way you act. You think you're better than everybody else. And he had to really sit me down and have a talk, uh, uh, convict me and have a conversation with me. And then on top of that, I was holding unforgiveness in my heart. And I, as I grew and grew and I'm at the place where I'm at now, one day... In the discipleship class, when Holy Spirit was saying some things to me, I had made a decision. I can't live like this anymore. If I want to experience God, and if I want God to take charge in my life and use to be the way I want him to use me, I have to stop being the way that I am. So what did I do? I repented to God. But I also did it to my family and to friends that I did wrong. Some forgave me. Some didn't. At the end of the day, whether you forgive me or not, I was obedient to the Lord. I was obedient to the Holy Spirit. And I did what they told me to do. And whether you forgive me or not, I'm clear. That's on you. And after I did that, and I let that self-righteous spirit alone, even even though sometimes I still deal with it, but I have to put it in its place. Because God never called us to be self-righteous. We're not supposed to be self-righteous. Everything that I've been praying for, everything that I've been hoping for, That agreed with God desires for my life. He began to release it. So we have to understand. People of God that. When you treat people. The way that you want to be treated. It will go a long way. If you treat people in the respect. That they need and want. And, 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 and have the ability to have, you will go a long way. You can't demand respect if you don't give respect. You cannot demand respect if you don't give respect. How do you expect me to be respectful to you if you call me out my name and disrespect me? Call me other other name except for a child of God. You have no right to judge me. You have no right to disrespect me. You're not any better than me. A lot of us focus on everybody else's skeletons in the closet, but we don't focus on our own. We all have secrets. We all have skeletons. But we have to allow God to expose 
those things. We can't continue to live a lie. We can't. We can't continue to treat people in any kind of way. They want to call ourselves a Christian. Oh, I'm going to heaven. You ain't going to heaven if you don't show love. You ain't going to heaven if you can't treat people the same way you want to be treated. But see, this is it. I understand it now. A lot of people think that shouting and speaking in tongues is going to get them into heaven. Not. I'm sorry to tell you that, but at the same time, I'm not sorry to tell you that. But it's not. It's not. You can shout all you want to. You can stick your tongues on your water. It will not get you into heaven. My pastor said that one youth Sunday. It will not get you into heaven. You can't treat people right. You can't love people. God is a God of love. God is love. How are you supposed to be a Christian? A child of God, but you can't show love. You out here judging people. You go to church. Praising the Lord. Glorifying the Lord. And then some people go to church to spectate. Some people go to church to just do what they want to do. Not paying God any attention. But then as soon as you get out, you want to act a different, a different way. A different person. Quick to cut somebody out. Quick to disrespect somebody. But you're supposed to be a child of God. Now in this time that we're living in, which we are living in the last days, there, is, there has been some new unfortunate meanings to being a child of God that is not in God's bylaws. See, what man has done is man has written out different bylaws as to how you're supposed to be a child of God. Apparently, the clothes you wear, the way you talk, the way you walk, is the way you're supposed to be a child of God. And what I mean by walk, talk, and all of that is in a negative way. But that's not the case. So today, I just want to encourage you, my brothers and sisters. Let's examine ourselves. Let's go before God and say, God, if I've ever disrespected someone, if I've ever said anything out of this mouth that was not godly, have I ever let anyone astray? Most importantly, if I have any blood on my hands because of my actions, maybe it was a post on Facebook or something that led someone astray. Father, I repent. I repent of my sins. I repent of treating someone wrongly. And even if you have that contact information, send them an apology letter. Be genuine about it. Don't just do it just to do it. Because someone told you to. Do it because it's the right thing to do. Do it because God's word commands you to do it. Because we must love one another. No matter how bad that person hurt, hurt you, you have to love them. You have to. God tells us in his word to love those that persecute us. Love those that dog us out. Love those that steal from us. Love those that scandalize our name and lie. Love those. 
Love them despite it. Because at the end of the day, they're doing you a favor. They're doing you a favor. They're helping you grow. They're bringing out that strength that God has placed in you. Sometimes God, sometimes God has to use ignorant people to bring the strength out of you. And if you have not witnessed that yet, you'll witness it. Trust me. I've witnessed it multiple times. Because God used people that don't like me, that hate me, to bless me. But all I'm saying to you guys as I end this encouraging moment, let's learn how to love one another. Let's not judge. Let's not condemn. Because if you do that, you're not of God. You're not his sheep. You're not his flock because that's sin. Let's pray for one another. And I know a lot of us don't like praying for intimacy, but we got to because that's what the word of God tells us to do. Yes, it's the flesh versus spirit, but we have to resist the flesh and submit to the spirit. We got to submit to God. Because the Holy Spirit is in us and we have to do it. So let's learn how to love one another and let's stop all of this judging. Because the last time I recall, we are all human. We are all the same. We all bleed the same. No matter if you're white, purple, black, brown, orange, yellow, gay, straight, all of that stuff. We all bleed the same. We all bleed the same. So let's treat each other with love. And not treat each other like you're lesser than me just because your name ain't in the lights and minds is. None of us is greater than any of them because one thing I can tell you, fame won't make you happy. Money won't make you happy. None of that stuff will make you happy. Half of those famous people these days are depressed and want to commit suicide. Because money don't make you happy. It never will. But once again, like I said, let's learn how to love each other and not judge each other. Because none of us are perfect. Amen. Glory to God. So, Father God, thank you now for having your way. Holy Spirit, thank you for having your way. Lord God, I pray that this word will go forth. And I pray, Lord, that this word will do what it's been called to do, Lord God. They will minister to hearts, to minds, and to spirits, and to souls in the name of Jesus. Father God, I give you the glory. I give you the praise. And I bless your name now for mending the broken pieces. Lord God, teach us how to resist the devil, but to submit to you. Teach us how to love one another. Teach us how to treat each other with respect, with love, with dignity. In the name of Jesus. So, Father God, thank you. Father God, I give you the glory. I give you the praise for what you are doing. And it's in your name, Jesus, I pray. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. So I pray you guys go in peace. I pray that you guys receive this. And I pray that you guys pretty much got the understanding of where God was going with this. The Holy Spirit was saying with this. I pray that you had an ear to hear what he was saying. Amen and amen. Well, God bless you all. 
I enjoy giving you this encouragement. I enjoy giving the word of God, period. Um, And, you know, let's love each other, laugh together, pray together. Because they always say a prayer that prays together stays together. And that is true. So let's do it. And let's do it for the glory of God. Are we perfect? No. But are we striving for perfection? Yes. Amen. And glory to God. And um, like I said, um, just stay tuned. I will have more with the um, the new series that we're going to be getting ready to go into um, by next week. And I just pray that you guys are blessed. In Jesus' name, amen.